Squad, and welcome back to another edition of Shakas and Swings. I'm your host, Hunter Hughes, and with me today is my good friend and brada, Mark Veneri. What's up, Mark? What's up, Hunter? Thanks for having Great me, my bro. You, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Me and Mark are, uh, well, I should say I have just now joined the Bradahood broadcast with John Veneri and Mark Veneri. Uh, they like to joke that I am an adopted Veneri brother, and I'm very happy to uh, come alongside you guys. It's been so much fun this season. Uh, what was your experience down, being down at TC Ching this last this last week? Well, you know, I, I think first, you know, for me, uh, it was it was kind of a blessing. You know, me and John, uh, or John and I doing this, uh, you know, getting together for the broadcast, having you join us on the mm. sideline. I think for us, it's just you know, it, it was kind of like a dream come true. You, you never imagined that two brothers were both uh, for the passion of uh, broadcasting to be in the booth and also have the passion for University Hawaii football. Big time. Um, just being there, and it, it was really surreal. I don't think it's really hit us yet mm. um, that, you know, we're pretty much the first two brothers uh, to do it on a national stage. So in mm. a, a broadcast like this, uh, I, I'm just still blessed. So I'm, 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 I'm thankful. I'm grateful. Uh, for the opportunity. Yeah, you, you kind of mentioned it earlier in the round, but not just with, you know, your brother John playing for UH, but UH football was a big part of you guys' upbringing and, uh, and childhood. Maybe talk about that a little bit. You know, it, it was cool because I was, I was about six, seven years old. Mm. Um, the 1992 Holiday Bowl season was wow. fond memories, 91 uh, 92, 93, Michael Carter, Ivan Jasper. One of the best teams we've ever oh, had. I, yeah. Okay, let me just say this. The 92 <laughs> team would smoke any of the teams. And Bro, they were I've, good. I, I'll get the, the eyebrow raise from Mike LaFelle. Uh, Colt, rest in peace. Colt, yeah. Colt would give me the give me the look like there's so no would, way. So would Chris Brown. <laughs> I, they would all give me the look like you're crazy. But, um, no, I grew up around it. You know, UH football is what I knew. Uh, growing up, there's a lot of pictures of, you know, Jeff Seidner, Larry Consmith, mm. Brian Gordon, Derek Branch, uh, the legends of uh, University of Hawaii football that uh, really I grew up around. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, to be a part of something like this, you know, moving forward, Timmy as well. Timmy was, uh, I, I was a freshman throwing ball. I was a Punahou quarterback and, mm. you know, throwing with Timmy and, you know, just being around it, Chad Owens, uh, the greats of UH football. This is you know, this is something I've been around, you know, my whole life. Yeah. It's kind of come full circle for those guys and seemingly a little bit for you guys as well, man. I'm, I'm really happy not just to be a part of it, but for you guys as well. Um, kind of shifting over to, to golf. This is a golf podcast. Um, <laughs> you know, how long have you been playing golf? Obviously, you played a bunch of sports growing up. You know, what, what has kind of drawn you to this game? Uh, golf is it's such a humbling sport where it's just Big you. Time. Where it's just you, a club, a ball, and it's it, you control everything. You control mm -hmm. uh, what you're doing. Um, my grandfather, um, uh, Ernest Teixeira, in, on the Big Island, introduced me to the game at a really young age. He, he actually... Uh, they lived on the the Hilo Municipal Golf Course. Wow. So when I used to go there, um, you know, whether it be a break, Christmas break, spring break, summer break, uh, we would literally walk on the course and just walk around the course, and he'd teach me the game of golf, teach wow. me uh, what it's like. And, you know, that was my first introduction to golf. And right around that time, you know, 97, 96, 97, 98, mm. that's when Tiger started coming in the oh, picture. Yeah, and, and, you know, I was 13, I was about 13, 14 years old, and, Tiger Woods was the thing, and oh, yeah. uh, you know that's when I first got introduced uh, to golf. That's sick, man. Have you? Uh, we'll touch on Tiger a little bit later, but have you introduced your own kids to the game of golf? I, I have. Uh, my son Maya, he absolutely 
loves the game of golf. That's he sweet. actually, I, I put him on the junior tees, and he shoots in, you know, the uh, uh, 110s, uh, you know, 115 area. The guy can crank it uh, nice. a little bit, but he started to enjoy the game of golf. He he sits and watches uh, all the guys, the Justin Thomases, oh, yeah. the Rory McIlroy's Tiger. Uh, and back in 19, when he won the Masters, he sat and watched uh, the round of golf with me. So I've introduced it to him. He has his own uh, set of clubs as well. Mm. So uh, when we can, we get out to the course and I take him with me. That's sick, dude. Yeah, since COVID, um, there's been this huge surge of people taking up the game of golf. And uh, I just noticed you got some brand new clubs, <laughs> man. What, what has getting fitted done to your game? Well, I first off had to beg my wife uh, to, to get these clubs back here, the Stelts. Pro tip, uh, <laughs> check with your wife before you get you get set up. Hey, get, uh, she's the clubs. boss. She's the boss. She That's makes right. the call. So she let me, she, I was telling her about how I, I had Nike clubs for the longest time because of Tiger Woods. You know, everything Tiger Rory had the Nike, the Nike set, the Vapors. And then I was like, you know what? You know, technology is 10, 12 years since I got a brand mm. new set of clubs. Uh, technology, everyone, we've talked about it today, how technology has really changed the game of golf. And everyone said, hey, you should really go get fitted, uh, get yourself a set that, you know, really can really change your change your game. And that's yeah. exactly what I did. Where'd you go? I went to Roger Dunn's. Okay. Uh, Roger Dunn's. I think I saw you there. I think, yeah, I, I, think, I, I, I saw you to there. be there. And mine was there too. Yes, he was. And he was hitting. And um, I got a good set over there. And I... I really, I, I really took to it. Um, uh, didn't know what exactly what to hit, so I had regular shafts, and then I switched over to stiff shafts, and mm. now it's a, you know, it's really changed the way I, I play the game. That's awesome, and yeah, I, I reference it similar to you don't want to be operating on Windows 95 on your computer. <laughs> you, you, you need something in the modern times to be able to handle all the video, all the stuff that we need to live a modern lifestyle and the same thing with golf and so if you're out there wanting to check out uh you know a new set of golf clubs go down to roger dunn i know they'll take care of you guys um but uh you know kind of moving forward i love the uh, the shirt man <laughs> rocking the tiger red what, what what's talk to me about this a little bit well um a good friend of mine a couple of the good guys over there sugar caddy um you know they've been uh, so kind enough to um, let us wear their brand right. um, on the football field. And, you know, I, I told him, I was like, if I'm going to go golfing, I got to have red. Um, I've, mm. I feel, you know, I may not play like Tiger, yeah. but I feel like when I'm wearing red, it's just like, all right, I, I can focus, you know, whether it be a, a 90 or 92, I don't yes. care. But it, it helps me like kind of like from a mindset perspective, um, it, you know, it's Tiger. It's, Absolutely. Just, it's just what it was. It's what we grew up with. So every time you see me golf, I, I'm actually always wearing red. Like, wow. I, I always choose to wear red. So um, Sugar Caddy came up uh, with some great designs, and, and I'm rocking, uh, you know, the I call it the Rock Candy shirt. Yeah, I like it. And, um, yeah, it's kind of one of my go-to shirts. As uh, the Howley Redhead resident <laughs> of this podcast, I can't exactly rock red quite as well as you, my friend. It looks much better on Thank you. you. But uh, kind of talking about Tiger a little bit, since, you know, He's such an influence in the game of golf, in the world of sports, yes. um, generally speaking as well. What would you say one of your favorite memories of Tiger is? I think, uh, the, I, I got to say two. Okay. Uh, the first off was when he was playing with the broken leg. Um, oh, in the yeah, US, the, the 08 uh, the uh, US 08, Open. Yep, the 08 US Open, making that eagle, um, that birdie chip in 
uh, to take the, the the lead going into Sunday. Yeah. Um, the way he maneuvered around that golf course at Pebble Beach. Mm. And then um, in 2019, I, I, it's the greatest story in golf. It's arguably could be the greatest comeback in sports history, mm. uh, winning the Masters. I stayed up and I watched every single round from Thursday to Sunday. I woke up at 3 o'clock because they moved the time yeah. uh, uh, because of some storms. So actually in Hawaii time, I think it was like 3 or 4 o'clock in the yeah, morning. Yeah. I watched the five-hour, 50-minute round, um, was in tears. Me too, man. I cried like a baby, <laughs> unashamedly too. Yeah. I, hey, I couldn't, and my wife's looking at me like, what's wrong with you? And I said, you don't, you don't understand. You don't get it. You don't understand. And then I'm like, thank you. And, I, and I'm also at the same time, I, I put a post out after the third round with him pumping his fist when yes. he made that birdie on 15. Yes. Um, up the hill. Up the hill, mm -hmm. yes. I... I I put a post out. I say, Grandpa, if you're watching on this, my grandpa texts. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, hey, if you're watching this right now, yeah. let Tiger win Sunday, please. Like every putt that you could think of, um, you know, that's that's what I grew up watching. And I, I'm i not ashamed of it. I cried. I bawled. I, I jumped for joy. Getting and choked up right now, I, I do. Man. I think about it. You man, know? me and, too. And you just hope for one moment, maybe one more moment you pray for him to come back in full swing, but just for him to be out there is, is great. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and you've, uh, you've admitted to me in the round today how much of a fan of the Masters, not just Tiger, but the Masters that you are. Um, any other Masters memories that you can think of? Um, I think uh, one of the big ones uh, for me in particular was Hideki Matsuyama winning. Oh, yeah. Um, only because of the humility in which the Japanese play in sports. And this so just, it's, cool. it's, it's, not only in baseball, but in golf and him saluting his, uh, his yes. caddy saluting. I think that was a, a monumental uh, change in how, you know, as an American sport, you know, in, you know, the European sport. And then you have uh, the Japanese, the Koreans coming in and it, golf like brings people together. It, it brings uh, uh, people of all races mm. that, you can come on one course and you know enjoy something so at that magnitude. Yeah. And Hideki winning uh, was a big one um, for me. Speeds back to back. Uh, Speeds um, faltering. Big time. Was another one as well. Oh yeah, in 2016, whenever yeah. he threw a couple into the creek. At, I, I couldn't imagine. On 12. That. What oh, his mind brutal. is thinking. Oh man. Too. And I'm and, I, and I'm hoping. One of the things I'm hoping for. Yeah. I know we talked about this is uh rory mcelroy oh yeah. I, I am praying for that guy to win a masters big time rory has taken up the metaphorical crown of kind of the the face of golf yeah. now and really all that's left is him to complete the career grand slam yes. at the masters and i gotta believe he's going to be one of the favorites um We'll leave all the live drama on the side with who's going to be allowed oh, to play. Don't even get me started in that on the, tournament the whole, or, or the whole live stuff. Golly, I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's such a shy, a sideshow. It's really not important if you ask those of us that are in the world yes. of golf. There, there's way more things to focus on, um, like expanding the game, like yes. someone like yourself picking the game up and. Someone like Rory and actually Tiger have teamed up recently. Um, we didn't talk about this yet, but they've started an initiative to bring golf to arenas, yes. to football arenas in uh, the 2024 season. They're going to do all sorts of um, interactive um, digital and, um, and gameplay for the fans. It's going to be really cool to see what they do. And, and I'm excited for that because, you know, 
the one thing, uh, the tiger, that, that's another thing that you mentioned. Yeah. The tiger shift, like the tiger that was, you know, in the, the late 90s and that whole 2000s run to the tiger that's now. Um, to completely, completely different, people. different people. How he's inter been interactive with the players. Uh, Justin Thomas, one of his good friends. Mm -hmm. uh, Rory, uh, you look at um, Ricky Fowler, Spieth, and Spieth, and guys that he's. There's the respect. There's he's a great a, nucleus of guys. Yes, and yeah, and I I like the fact of the Tiger because Tiger didn't really chat too much on the course. Oh, no. He was all business. He was a killer. Yes, killers don't have time to talk. <laughs> no. Yeah. And to see that shift where he's giving, uh, you know, giving advice and so-called giving back to the game, you mm -hmm. see a little bit more of that, and uh, I like that about it. And we talked about on the course today. Uh, Rory is kind of like the the new, you know, kind of like that new face yeah. uh, of of golf. Uh, relatively still young, um, mm. has a lot of career left in front of him, and you know I'm hoping, as we mentioned, uh, that I hope he uh, he gets that career uh, grand slam. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, we're kind of coming to the end of the show. I'd like to get into a little quick fire question okay. segment of the okay. show. Okay, okay. Uh, we didn't ask any of these on let the me, course because I want to kind of put this. you on okay. the spot. Okay, okay. Um, first and foremost, boxers or briefs? Boxers. All right. Okay. Loosey-goosey out there. All right, <laughs> I like that. Favorite football team? We'll go NFL, and then we'll go college, obviously. Okay. Um, let's go, uh, well, obviously, uh, Green Bay Packers. I love the Packers. That's two guests on this show now that are <laughs> Packer fans. I did not plan this. This was not scripted. I don't know what to do right I now. I have a story for that, but that's up to you if you want it, to hear feel, it. Feel free. Okay. Because I, I don't feel like talking right now. I didn't have a I didn't have a team. I was six or seven years old. We went down to the Pro Bowl, like where they get the autographs and okay. whatnot. Took a picture of Brett Favre. He asked me, do you have a favorite team? I was, I think I was like six or seven. Okay. And he's like, do you have a favorite team? And I'm like, uh, I don't have a favorite team. He's like, you're a Packer fan. Wow. In his southern accent. Farmer's cool. You're a Packer fan right now. You got me? And I'm, I'm like, I'm okay. From I'm from Chicago. I grew up hating <laughs> the Packers. However, Favre was a dude. Yes. He was tough. Yes, he um, was. He had heart. He, he made stupid throws that he pulled off sometimes. I mean, it was tough not to root for him, even as a Bears fan. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Favre was cool. Yes, he was, and he and he's arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. That's cool. College team, um, obviously University of Hawaii, hands down. But if we go outside the University of uh, University of Hawaii, uh, it was always the University of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. See, uh, we got that in common too. That's I was, cool. I was all right, you Irish made up fan. for it. Okay, good. Um, right now, favorite golf club in the bag. I really enjoy hitting, as you saw today, would be the pitching wedge. Ooh. Yeah, you hit the pitching wedge pretty well. Like I feel comfortable in the like the 120, 130 realm pitching wedge. I, I love the pitching wedge. Uh, runner up would be uh, the eight iron. Okay, we got to get you to those numbers. Yes, we got a game plan yes. for that from the tee. Next time you're gonna caddy me. That's this right. Whole time. We're gonna get him right to the tour. <laughs> um, spam musubi or poke bowl? Poke bowl. Ooh. Okay. What, where's your favorite spot? Uh, Taniokas. Mmm. Taniokas with Tamuras. Uh, by Pro Ridge, a close second. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, you guys have obviously, you know, kind of struck gold with the Brotherhood broadcast, calling UH games. Um, for those that may not know, uh, Mark's also a great play-by-play uh, -play guy uh, with high school games out here, too. Um, what would you say at this point in your um, commentary career is the next goal for you? Uh, I, I think 
you know, wherever the good Lord, the good Lord takes me, man, I'm, mm. I'm so honored and so blessed that, you know, everything else is gravy at this point, you know, for me, um, you know, I have a family that I absolutely love. I have a brother that's supportive in what, uh, for both of us, we're both supportive. I mean, yeah. for, as you as well, supportive. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy. Like I, I really am. Like, obviously, you know, the end goal when John decides to step away one day would be to be in that chair the play-by-play -play voice for University of Hawaii football. Wow. But at this point, you know, I'm, you know, I'm right where I need to be at this moment, yeah. you know, with my brother, with you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I, I couldn't have asked for anything more. That's awesome, man. This is uh, my favorite question to ask. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily have to be on the golf course or okay. anywhere else, but I love asking people okay. what is the hardest time they've ever laughed. <laughs> oh, it can man. be a couple times too. Man, that, that, that's a tough one. I honestly, I've laughed uh, so hard so many times. Uh, in God, that, that's a tough question, actually, yeah. Hunter. I think would be and this is a shout out to my boy Jordan Moss. Perfect. Um, there was twice we we're at Turtle Bay, and twice he couldn't get it past the woman's tee, and <laughs> obviously we we're a little intoxicated at the oh, moment. Okay. So for him, it, it, if you know the 16th hole on the Palmer. It's kind of, you have all those sand traps on the right. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, he, he, first off, he, he hits it, uh -huh. not past the women's, he drops his pants, misses it, and I'm uncontrollably laughing. And then he hits it into the sand, and he probably about three or four shots later. Are the pants uh, still uh, around his ankles at that point? And that's the thing that was even more funny. He took off his pants. Oh, my God. And he's walking towards the sand, and I'm like, what are you doing? And... We just, it, it was, it, we just couldn't stop laughing. I, I think that was one of the, the greatest golf yeah. laughs of There's all time. There's nothing better. And then also, I think the other time when he was with me as well, um, we were playing Kola, uh, Kola. Yeah. And, um, Tough I, track, man. Yes, I, I slid down uh, number 10 the whole way down. It was muddy. Oh, man. And I, had, I was covered in just mud the whole round. <laughs> and I went airborne and slid in the air. Um, going down to get my ball so man well i'm, I'm thankful we're talking about golf yeah, yeah of course i'm i'm thankful that we didn't slide and we kept the pants on today during the round <laughs> there's a couple of moments that it was close it was questionable <laughs> but uh mark we thank you so much for coming by thank you. being on the show and looking forward to a great year down the sideline appreciate it brother guys. thank you for having me yeah we'll see you guys next time on shockers and swings aloha Cheers.